Hello, and welcome to another edition of Mortgage Chicks with Hot Tips. I'm Cindy Walker. I'm Stacy Vanskang. I'm Elizabeth Holt. And I'm Kim Hairstead. Today, we are going to go over the what we call the perfect loan process. We just want to kind of give you guys an overview of what happens to a loan. Once we take your application, we know that not many people understand exactly what happens with a loan file, myself included before this. I mean, yeah, I'm a loan officer. I take the loan application. I turned it into processing. I steer the ship. I'm the captain. But I don't understand exactly what all is involved with how the ship is run. So we want to give you guys a little behind the scenes uh, what happens to your loan file if you're a borrower, if you're a realtor, to understand exactly why we need 30 days to process a loan. The departments that are involved are processing, origination, Compliance, Closing Department, Secondary, which sets the rates, locks in the rates, Funding. So there's quite a bit of, of irons in the fire. So we just kind of want to explain to you kind of each step of what the loan goes through. And I'm going to start with loan origination. As a loan officer, I turn in the loan application. I discuss with the borrower if you want to lock in your interest rate and we lock you in for however many days we need from time of application to closing. We order out your disclosures because there's a lot of disclosures involved as far as loan disclosures that the borrowers have to either e-sign on the computer or physically sign in person. Most people, 90% these days, e-sign on the computer. And we discuss the loan programs with you, how much you're putting down, uh, you know, if you put this much more down, maybe your mortgage insurance will be less. Or I'm not going to get into all that, but we discuss loan programs. We request any updated income, asset, any kind of verifications that we need based on the bank statements that you provided to us up front, the tax returns, the pay stubs. We get all, as much as we can, I want to turn in a complete loan file so we don't have to come back to you in the 11th hour and say, we're missing this, this, and this. I know I might torture you a little bit up front, but you're going to be happy in the long run because we're going to get as much as we can up front to avoid any snags in the end. You know, Cindy, I'm glad that you said that because when I talk to my borrowers, I always talk about telling the story. Mm -hmm. We want to narrate the story. Mm -hmm. So the more documentation we can provide, that allows us to narrate. If they in provide the us less and want. less, the underwriter, therefore, kind of takes the driver's seat yes. and they narrate. So yeah. that is the importance of getting us those docs up front. Yeah, and I, I put in a good note to my processor, here's what's going on, they're paying this off, they're using this account for, for funds to close. I just want to provide a good, clear story so that there's not a lot of miscommunication down the road. And then I turn the loan into processing, and processing takes over. There's a lot to do when there's processor goes there because that depends on the property type. So if we have a condominium, we have to do extra steps. So that in a condominium, we have to put that loan into the condo department and let them know, you know, what's going to happen with the loan from here because we have to get the um, homeowner's documents, we have to get the budget, we have to get the declarations of the condominium. So all these items that we need in order to get that condo approved on top of getting your loan approved. Yes. So that's huge as well. 
And I always ask to add a little bit of time if we have to do a condo Condo. Because condo associations are so slow to get back with us. They are. So that's a that's a good point, Cindy. When we when you know you're gonna buy a condo, mm -hmm. we try to get the realtors to get us all the documentation up, up front. front. So we can see even in the beginning if that condominium is gonna be an approved condominium or if we're gonna have to do a non warrantable mm -hmm. loan. You know, and try another route than right. actually go conventional with that mm -hmm. loan. Because condos are just a little bit more difficult mm -hmm. because there's things that we can't control like the Homeowners Association. And I know recently I've had some where they don't like to answer all of our questions. So the faster we can get this information, the quicker the process, which again I love about Van Dyke that we try to do this in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, it makes it a little bit easier for our condo buyers Nothing's easy about condo buyers, but this makes it a little bit easier for condo buyers. Yeah, and you want to make sure when you're buying a condominium that that association is a strong association. You don't want to buy into a condominium that doesn't have a good, strong background. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And that's important. So that loan from, the, from that point goes to our junior processor, and our junior processor is going to order the title work from the title company. They're going to order the appraisal. They're going to order the insurance, and they're going to order the verification of employment because if you're employed, we're going to call out to your employer, and we're going to make sure that um, you know this is where you're employed, this is how much you make, and we'll get that information as well. So these are all what we call a junior processor's job to get this stuff done before it goes to the regular processor. Absolutely, and especially on verifications of employment because we have so much at-home employment now. Getting those letters that your corporate office is in Maryland and you're here in Florida, mm -hmm. right. letting us get that letter in the beginning that says you can work remotely, mm -hmm. another great thing. Also, as long with that is pension letters because a lot of people have pensions. They have state pensions, they have employment pensions, and we need those letters that say that that pension is going to continue for a, the next three years. Mm -hmm. Even though they say, well, it's for life. Don't you know my pension's for life? Well, not all pensions are, and mm -hmm. so we need that letter from the employer. So processing staff is going to review this details for underwriting, and depending on the type of the loan, anything additional needed from the borrower or third parties, those processing additional requests will be done through third parties and get all that information. So that's what the processor is going to be doing with your loan for the next four or five days. Mm -hmm. I like to call this for the borrower the hurry up and wait period. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because they've no already provided us everything mm -hmm. and now we're doing our job and there's mm -hmm. things and cogs working in the background. A lot sure. behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I, tell, I tell buyers I have for years that it's going to be a lot up front and then it's going to be like crickets. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're not going to hear anything. Enjoy that period. Yeah. Yep. You're going to be like, well, no one's calling me. No mm -hmm. one's asking me for anything. Mm -hmm. It's the cricket period. Mm -hmm. the cricket. And then after the cricket period, it gets to be fun again. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But we do send out weekly status grams so that you can see mm -hmm. where what we are doing while yeah, you're for sure while you're waiting. <laughs> and then after the processor gives the blessing to submit the file, they're going to submit it to underwriting. Yeah. And it's okay to send the loan to underwriting. Maybe missing a couple things, we can tell the underwriter. I just ask for one more bank statement, mm -hmm. and they can condition accordingly. Mm -hmm. But you know, the underwriters—they are the genius behind the whole the whole process, in my opinion, mm -hmm. because they know guidelines better than any of us do. I mean, their job is to strictly focus on what does the application say, what does the documentation in the file say, and does it marry up to what the program guidelines are, whether it's conventional, VA, FHA, and they really know much better and in better detail what we need for the loan to be insurable. So I love and appreciate the underwriters. And, and if they have questions, I mean, I've never worked for a company where the underwriter will pick up the phone and call you. 
Yeah, that's nice. all yeah, the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm missing this document. Did you submit it? And I'll say, oh no, you can condition for it. And they're like, okay, cool. You know, mm -hmm. they're just really easy to talk to. So yeah. usually within, I think we have 48 hours yeah. underwriting, we'll review the file and send it back to the processor. And the processor will reach out to the borrower and say, these are the conditions. Mm -hmm. I call that the Pope blessing moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. We have approval. Yes. And then, you know, once it comes out of underwriting, we get what's called the conditional approval. Now, this is the fun part where the underwriter may ask for additional information for documentation that has already been provided. So a lot of times we'll hear, but wait a minute, I already provided that. I already gave you that. I already gave you that. Well, we understand that you gave it to us, but here are the additional questions about. And, and what I mean by that is sometimes there's large deposits that we've got to check or, or things going on with your pay stub because you got a bonus or you got a vacation or mm -hmm. some kind of spiff that they may have a question about. Or there's and, a page missing and we didn't even see it. Oh, that one, girl, I'm so glad you mentioned that because, listen, we need all the pages of the bank statement. Even when it says this page is left intentionally blank, we still want it. Because if it's numbered, we have to have it. It will pop we up. We don't know that end. that says that on that Absolutely. page. Absolutely. <laughs> page 10 could have like a Maserati and an RV and a boat. Right. No There's no question. So, and, and, and yeah. we, honest to God, we do not care how many times you do DoorDash. Right. We don't, <laughs> we look, don't at that. look at that kind of stuff. No. We, we truly don't. It's more about making sure your ability to repay the loan. So now you've gone into underwriting, you've come out of underwriting, and now we're in the conditional approving process. This is the bliss period where we're just finishing up. We're dotting our I's, we're crossing our T's, so maybe we're getting an updated a bank statement. We're verifying that you still work there mm -hmm. because please don't quit in the middle of the loan process no. because we are going to check to make sure that you're still there. Mm -hmm. um, and once... It, once we collect those final little bit of documents, there may be an explanation from your employer. Um, if I can't stress anything enough, stay engaged in this part of your loan process. We always, as loan officers, make sure that we're communicating with our buyers. But at this stage, these are the final things that we need. So providing us, um, you know, finalizing your homeowner's insurance, which really should have been started in the beginning, but we want to make sure that absolutely by the time we've got our conditional loan approval that we've got all of those things finalized so now we've got all those things we resubmit back to underwriting the underwriter says okay you i ask for a b and c and you've given me a b and c i approve this loan now i have many times gotten a phone call well the loan's approved why can't you get the closing package there's a whole nother department <laughs> that's called the closing department and they actually have to review everything and then they reach out to title they send title over numbers. Title has to add their numbers. We have to kind of go back and forth at that point. So that is why a closing package can't instantly be done like that. There is a step where we're actually commuting, and especially with condos, like what you were talking about, right. we want to make sure all the HOE fees are paid, everything, packed taxes are making sure. We make sure all those final documents are taken care of. The funder balances with the title company, they send it to us. We make sure they're not, you know, $10,000 more than what we told them. We For review sure. we everything review that everything. we look at. Uh, we make sure the numbers are accurate. Then we say it's approved. Mm -hmm. The title company and our closer then work together to get the final package out. Mm -hmm. Then we send you a congratulations letter. It's all approved. Here's your final number for closing. 
uh, you wire the funds and you want to make sure that you get the wiring instructions directly from the title company because there's not a loan officer that's sitting at this table that will email you wiring instructions because of wire fraud. So um, you make sure you wire those funds over for closing. Then closing day of bribes, you go and you sign a document stack about this <laughs> tall. That's a happy occasion. And that's, that's a, a happy, happy day. Mm -hmm. And then you're done. We're coming close to e-closings, though. That's, I, you know what? I just had one of my first where, I, you know, because I, I, I would love to say that I'm on the cutting edge of technology, ladies, but I am simply not. So when the closer reached out to me, she said, ooh, do you want the e-closing or do you want the regular closing? I said, ask the title company. <laughs> <laughs> and that gal was all about the, the hybrid closing. Yeah, so she was, and me and that went so fast. Like, Whatever works Everybody for you guys. was loving it. So another one of those great that I feel like we're on the cutting edge, mm -hmm. Van Dyke mm -hmm. as, a, as a company. So uh, that was my first experience there, but then they signed their documents and it's done. Mm -hmm. So something you said, it just triggered into my mind. And I think it's really important to share with people, especially our borrowers. If you ignore a condition, it's not going to go away. It doesn't right. go so away. Ignoring us. The quicker you request, address it, the better. Because they don't just disappear. It's not no, like no. after 24 hours, poof, they go away. Yeah, you so send us five of the six items, and we're not mm -hmm. going to miss out on that six <laughs> So item. you're just we're holding up the closing. For it. <laughs> you're holding up to the end, so don't please don't ignore us. And the other thing is, too, we're always available for our customers. But don't be scared of talking to the processors. Processors talk to people on the phone. Yes. Yeah, and there are writer is not going to talk to them. Oh, no. Underwriters have too much to mm -hmm. do. They're not going to argue facts. They're not going to argue guidelines. That's mm -hmm. what they do when they discuss with us. Mm -hmm. They don't need borrowers calling them, freaking out on mm -hmm. them. That's our job. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think borrowers need to know we're buyers. Don't be scared to talk to the processor. They right. want to talk to mm -hmm. you. There's And they... This is what they do for a living. So there may be an alternative document that you can provide us that gives us the same information. So if you look at that and go, oh, I can't provide that, reach out. Because there may be a way for us to provide the same information. Perhaps I know in some cases we can verify your bank statements. If it's not quite out, we have a third-party service. Right, that we can pop in and do a one-time access to your account. So if you're too busy, I had a firefighter one time, and they worked 24, 48-hour shifts, plus he was a full-time student. So trying to even get the minimum stuff to me was difficult. Reach out. Reach out to your processor. Reach out to us because we have alternatives right. that might make it easier for you. Yeah, our simple Nexus program, our portal that we use, is all secured. So anytime you go in and do a loan application, everything gets uploaded into that portal and everything's secured. So if you're putting bank statements or paycheck stubs or driver's license in there, it's all secure. So you don't have to worry about that. And you can easily do your electronic bank statements right in there as well. Oh, okay. I just thought of something else. Please do not take pictures with your cell phone of documents and then text them to us or email them to right. us. That's not illegible. secure. <laughs> no, that isn't a secure way to send a document. But you it can take pictures on simple, necklace, uh, ne mm -hmm. simple Nexus and upload it mm -hmm. as a PDF. Mm -hmm. Right. That's right. different than sending it via to text me. Mm -hmm. to us. Right. Yes. Because so I don't want your driver's license on my phone. Correct. Or your social security card. Right. Like how many yeah. times do I have people start taking pictures of documents and my phone blows up? I'm like, 
call, you know, delete, 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 delete. Funny that you say that because on my phone this morning, I was I was made aware that there was a lottery winner in California who won three hundred sixty-eight million, and he has chosen to give ten million dollars to ten people. Mm-hmm. And it was and me. I was one of those ten. Wow. I'm just saying. Awesome. But so, you have to mail him seven hundred fifty dollars. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, like I said, you know, email. Phones, text, these are not secure. This is why we provide these types of systems. The portal if is awesome. you want to take a picture, there are apps where you can take photos and then they can, JotNot is one where you can take a photo and then it will turn it into a PDF. So if, you, if you're not technologically advanced like myself, we call us, and we may know one or two things that might make it a little bit easier. Or our processors are really good at yes, that. Yes, that too. A lot involved, ladies. <laughs> a lot involved with the perfect loan process, and there is that's no why it perfect loan days. process. <laughs> but we will try to make it as seamless as possible. And that's wrapping up this edition of the perfect loan process. If you have any questions or anything, because we know we threw a lot at you. Just reach out to us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Mortgage Chicks with Hot Tips. If you have any questions or ideas for podcasts, please email us at mortgagechicks at vandikemortgage.com. And don't forget to listen to us on where you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also watch us on YouTube channel, Mortgage Chicks with Hot Tips.